Today in Science from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Presented by the Salvation Army. Join the fight for good and donate by saying, Alexa, make a donation to the Salvation Army. If you're listening with Alexa. Or go to SalvationArmyUSA.org to make a gift. The ISS has a supercomputer. Never mind the fried disks. By Eric Niller. One year ago, Hewlett-Packard Enterprise sent an off-the-shelf supercomputer up to the International Space Station to see if its mass-produced hardware could survive, basically unmodified, in the harsh environment of space. Now NASA and the computer company are declaring the experiment a success, even though nearly half of its hard drives failed after getting fried by solar radiation. The experiment was designed to test the performance of the HPE Spaceborne computer which is comprised of 32 separate cores that work together and can run operations 30 to 100 times faster than a standard iPhone or tablet. Despite the radiation blast, the computer kept working and none of the test data was lost. They learned a few things and they demonstrated that the system works in space, says NASA's David Horniak, who manages technology demonstration projects on ISS. It gives NASA the option to purchase a capability we may need in the future, rather than developing it ourselves. The computer also remained operational even though it lost its primary upload and download connection to NASA up to eight times a day, for periods ranging from three seconds to 20 minutes. That kind of independence might prove useful on an eventual moon base or mission to Mars, to work around communications delays back to Earth. NASA's IT experts are also preparing for a potential overload of signals coming into NASA's Deep Space Network a system of satellite dishes across the globe that sends and receives signals from various spacecraft. The spaceborne computer could help by cutting down on the amount of traffic generated by the ISS. HP's Mark Fernandez, who oversaw the project, says the idea behind putting a supercomputer in space was to help the astronauts do more science on their own. There's a lot of 4K cameras and videos on ISS looking for something, he says, for example, hunting through reams of data for a type of cloud, lightning strike or temperature gradient in the ocean. We should do that kind of general-purpose image processing on board and save that bandwidth for other things. The computer can also compress data from science experiments on board the station and then send it down to NASA computers below. Eventually, astronauts and explorers on the Moon or Mars 
might want a supercomputer to figure out problems without waiting for NASA to respond. To protect the computer's internals, engineers at HPE developed software that could serve as a kind of shield. Because they could install radiation detectors inside the computer, they identified components that were most vulnerable to radiation and set limits for their operating conditions. If things got too hot, for example, whether from radiation or a problem with the power supply, the component automatically went into a protected safe mode. The HPE software worked pretty well, but it wasn't perfect. Of the 20 solid-state disk drives, 9 failed, a rate that Fernandez calls alarming. The computer also experienced 7 bit flips, which is when the digital ones turn to zeros unprompted. Fernandez says the computer was able to identify what happened, throw out the corrupted data, and get a new batch of the same information. But if that wasn't enough for the IT folks to worry about, the device also experienced four power interruptions, either from radiation or from problems with the station's solar panels, Fernandez says. Any future long-duration space mission might have to have tweaks to the software as well as some kind of additional shielding made from lead, water, or new kinds of ceramic or composite material. But the year-long experiment gave the software and hardware designers a boatload of data to work on. We're going to look into that and consider alternatives, Fernandez said. Now that the year-long test is complete, the computer's first task will be to test some NASA descent and landing software that requires a large number of computations. It will remain on the station until its scheduled return next March. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.